The federal grant itself is just shy of $38 million. We are looking to build a LEED Platinum Maintenance and Operations Facility. The total project is slated right now to come in at about $48 million. It sets us up for the future. One thing that's really cool is it's going to be right here at Kenmore, where we're sitting right now, only beside us. So we already have that property there. Uh, we've owned that for quite a while. And it used to be an old wrecking yard, so an old salvage yard. And so we take something, you know, that could have been, you know, more of a brownfield type situation, and we're going to build a beautiful building on it that's really going to add to the community, add to the aesthetics of the community, so we can continue to be a good partner and a good neighbor here. So excellent. You're using land that you already own that's right next door, so that's good. You're seeing right in the community. And you mentioned that it used to be kind of an old salvage yard and that it could possibly have fallen under that brownfield classification. Do you have any indication that any of that land is contaminated or does it just kind of look junky? We've been through all of that. You know, the, the land actually doesn't look junky anymore because we've owned it for quite some time now. So it's just kind of been a big field over there. But it's gone through the NEPA process, which is an environmental protection process. So we cleared all those hurdles. That was another reason uh, I think that paved the way for us getting the federal grant. We were able to cross off a, a lot of the have-tos, and we were able to meet the environmental requirements that we had to meet for that. And so any type of even small bit of contamination that they might come across as they go down through there has already been looked at, has already been factored into the project. And so all that should be able to be mitigated with no issues whatsoever. Why do you need a new maintenance facility? And is it specifically going to have uh, the ability to house electric vehicles and chargers and that kind of thing in it? Yep, all of that. So our existing facility was built in 1984. It was sized to maintain about 90, 35 foot fixed route buses. And also, in addition, about 50 smaller demand response vehicles. Those are the ones you see doing like the SCAT service. The new building itself is going to be able to house our, our fleet that we have right now, which currently is 226 vehicles, fixed route buses, and 22 support vehicles. You know, also, this building was built for about 200 people. We now have over 400. So, what'll be nice is only maintenance operations, customer service will be in that new building and training. Training will be there also. It'll be able to hit a lot of different spots for us. So first of all, we want operations, our bus operators that come in every day. We, we want them to have a facility that works for them. They work a lot of crazy hours. They come to work at four o'clock in the morning. They don't go home until, you know, later in the day. Uh, they sometimes come in and report two and three times a day to finish one shift. And so what we want to do is make sure that there's a lot of operational efficiency. So, you know, it's going to have amenities that will include a day room lounge, eventually for everyone, a fitness center, a quiet room where folks that maybe need to go grab a nap or something to go out on their next run have there. There'll be a kitchen. There'll be a locker room. On the maintenance side, we'll have kind of the same thing. We'll have parts room, tire storage, body shop, paint booth. But they're also going to have, you know, a really nice place for them to be able to take their breaks, take their lunches. The fitness room will be available for them. Uh, the kitchen will be available for them. And then the outside part of it, 
uh, which I think is cool, is, is also a place that they can go sit outside that has a grassy area, places to sit, uh, see some sunshine, uh, relax, and those kind of things. And so we think it's important that not only are we providing them with really premier tools to do their job, but we're also providing them with a place that's fun to be at and easy to be at. That sounds great. So you're going to get about $38 million, and then it's going to cost about 48 So that's obviously $10 million from your budget. Is that money that you already had set aside, or is that money that you have to somehow raise or get from the county, or how's that going to work? We've been saving for this for a while. So we currently have money in our capital budget to meet our 20%, our portion of the building. So we're very uh, fortunate there uh, that we have been able to put that money aside not something we've got to go out and raise. We've got it. We're ready. We're ready to get started, ready to get it done. So that sounds excellent. So how soon are we going to see the first shovel in the ground then? How soon are you going to get it started? Well, we said middle of this year. I know we're already in June. So we're probably looking at breaking ground sometime this summer. And we're hoping to get everything moving, get construction going. And we're hoping to be in the building and, and using it and, and ready to rock and roll sometime probably mid-25 or so is what we're looking for. Is there anything that you'd like to add that I have neglected to ask? There's also going to be like a walking path that goes along like a meadow that's out here. So there'll be, you know, room for for folks to walk and be able to collect their thoughts. And one of the other things that's cool is there'll be a, a CDL training pad that'll be put here that hopefully we can get that to be certified by the state and Homeland Security that does all the CDL stuff. And we'll be able to do our own CDL certifications here eventually is what we're hoping. Fingers crossed. That means that when you hire somebody, if they don't already have their CDL, then they can just go ahead and get it through you and they won't have to pay to go to school somewhere, right? Correct. Now, we currently train bus operators ourselves to pass the CDL test but we have to take them places then to get that done. And sometimes that's difficult. There's sometimes when they're driving an hour to get to a CDL facility site where they can go take the test. And so if we're able to get our trainers certified or someone in the area certified to be a test giver, then we'll be able to get those tests done more efficiently and get people through our system and make sure that they're trained the way that we want them to at that high caliber you guys have had an ongoing need for more bus drivers, right? Absolutely. We have hired almost 100 bus operators over the last mm, eight months or so, and we're doing pretty good. Of those 100 that we've hired, added about 80 that have stayed. So we've got about an 80% rate of folks being able to get through the training and stay, which is awesome. Right now, we could use still about 40 more. So, of course, we'll, we'll make this an advertisement for bus operators. Come do the coolest job in the world. I was a bus operator. It was the best job I ever had. Hands down, I loved it. It's a great job, and it's a great way to give back to your community as well. So we teach you how to drive the bus. Just come on in and, and fill out an application or go online and fill out an application. 